Far across the deep blue water lives an old German's daughter on the banks of the old river Rhine. There I loved her and left her. Now I can't forget her. She was my pretty frontline. Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 120 of Justified Pursuit. Alongside, as always, the good counselor, Chisholm Cook. How are you doing today? We are six days away from turkey hunting, so I am doing great. In the face! <laughs> Tony the Tiger style, great. That's where you shoot him, by the way. In the right. neck and face. In the face. Side of the head, in maybe. The face. Depends on which way they're, they're turning. I took the kids yeah. to shoot shotguns yesterday. Sweet. Uh, didn't go. It went well for two out of the three. One of the two that it went well for is not coming on the hunt. So that means Stella, who's really wants to shoot a turkey or at least be there every time she and I had him shooting off of a tripod with the shotgun locked in which is how I'm going to have him doing it when we go hunting and uh she was afraid she was afraid and she's usually the one who is the most like balls to the wall out of all of them Henry's pretty cautious Frankie has like anxiety issues hope she doesn't listen to this as an adult when I was talking about this but uh and then Stella pretty fearless but yesterday I had to say, Stella, you don't shoot that shotgun. You're not going to be on the turkey killing team. And Frankie's going to sub in for you. And you're going to stay home with mom. Love and is patient. She ran back to the shotgun and said, all right, I'm going to do it. So how many times uh, did she shoot? Only twice. And only twice. she Henry, like, Henry was like, that's only Henry's second time to ever shoot a shotgun. The last time he shot his 410, he was like eight and he hated it. Like, that kicks more than the rifle, Dad. I don't like that. Okay. You're 10 now, buddy. So let's man up. And then he would just shoot it. He's like, I want to shoot it again. I want to shoot it again. I want to shoot it again. He's like, the turkey load kicks a little more than the dove shot. Because I started him on dove shot, so it wouldn't have much recoil. And he's like, yeah, that kicked a little more, but I want to do it again. And, you know. Nice. And then Frankie, who I expect, expected very little out of, she was just, like, she was the first one to actually put a good pattern on the paper turkey. And, uh. And then she shot. So I have a adult 410, regular size that would fit you and I. And then I have a youth, a Mossberg youth 410, which, you know, shorter barrel means it kicks more. And Frankie shot that one with the turkey load. And I thought she was maybe going to tear up. And she's like, that eh, didn't hurt that bad. And then I couldn't even get Stella to pull the damn trigger. So ah. the girls are nine, eight, seven, eight, eight. Yeah. Yeah, Riley and Charlotte started on shotguns, I think, at 8 and 10. And their first shots were both at 12 gauge. Dude. <laughs> Baptism <laughs> by fire. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they went back after that. Yeah. Riley handled it like a boss. Um, I mean, you, you'll see, but, you know, in a couple of years, your twins will be basically almost full-grown young women, like, yeah. They're going to rock it up in the next two years. So at 10 years old, Riley. It's been four years of turkey hunting already. She's either 10 or 11. Um, she handled it really well. I, I borrowed a Browning uh, Silver Pigeon automatic. Mm -hmm. um, that's a Silver Pigeon, right? Automatic. Yeah, I think so. 
um, from a friend of ours. I may have mentioned before, but um, their daughter, who's a, I think she's like 18 now, is probably going to be in the next uh, Olympics team. She's on the U.S. Uh, you know, clay, sporting clay and pigeon team, whichever one she's on. Anyway, so they've got guns. That was her first shotgun, and you know, it had a cool Monte Carlo stock and was shorter. Not short in the barrel, but shorter in the stocks. So it fit her really well. And, you know, it's a browning, so it's relatively butter-like how it shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, you know, barely flinched. But then, yeah, at eight, Sarah, Charlotte was a good bit smaller, and she teared up a little bit. Uh, so before well, the end of the season. Gauge. Yeah. Before the end so of the season. So anybody doesn't know, it, it's, it like goes 12-gauge, 20-gauge, uh you're working down but yeah. 28 gauge then 410 would be the least re- recoil so you just yeah a 410 is the shotgun for an eight-year-old for you sure threw him a 12 gauge and says here do this i'm a good dad that's what i had <laughs> i mean it was the browning gas driven 12 gauge set up for a young lady was a much better option than dad's uh you know full-size benelli inertia drive 12 gauge which mm-hmm despite being an automatic definitely pops a little bit. So, um, Riley bagged hers opening weekend. And then it was like, we, Charlotte and I hunted for a month solid, a lot. That was that first year of the pandemic. Um, that first March when everything was truly locked down, she might've been nine. Now that I'm thinking about it. Cause that was three years ago. Um, so they were nine and 11, not eight and 12, but, um, by before the end of the season, I bought a, which we'll have with us, a Winchester 20 gauge little gas automatic youth model. Um, but that'll take three inch 20 gauge cells. Mm. Um, that's what she smoked her turkey with, with in Fredericksburg at the end of the year. Uh, nah, she could handle the 12 now, but probably just give her that. Riley doesn't like the 20 gauge. She thinks it's too, she thinks it's tiny. Riley has so Riley is Ash. In fact, I think she's probably a quarter inch taller than Ashley now. Mm-hmm. So she's like a full blown five seven plus. But they'll do this thing where they compare wingspans. She's got like, dude, at least four inches more total wingspan than her mom. It's crazy. <laughs> I tried to, to shoot that to play basketball youth model uh, gun yesterday. It's like holding a toothpick. You can't even shoulder it. Like it yeah. was impossible. They were just laughing at me. I was like, yeah. Yeah, "Well, this is made for you guys." So playing with a red rider. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I did tear it apart real good on Sunday evening, and clean the heck out of it. And I was in a place where I could fire a couple test rounds. And I think I hope I'm hoping I figured out why that damn thing won't cycle. Um, that gun came with two, I don't know what the part is called, but you know, you tear apart a gas automatic and there's like a, you know how you get the magazine tube underneath the barrel, right? And there's this tube that goes around the magazine tube. That's got a shaft that goes into the chamber and it pushes the bolt back. Right. So like Mm -hmm. the gas shoots down out of the barrel and it forces that, that, arm back that drives the bolt back and forth um and so then there's this little collar in between that creates like well whatever there's this one piece in between that and where the barrel 
ring goes around the, the magazine and that's what causes the thing to I, do you think our listeners eyes are glazed over right now and be like who gives a crap it has two of these deals <laughs> one for one for a They're like would these guys shut up and start talking them get into tranny talk already one for a high power <laughs> load and one for a low power load and i had the high power load in because we've only really ever shot the three inch he's gonna keep going y'all he doesn't care and so during doing. dove season it wasn't cycling <laughs> So I swapped them and it seemed like that was going to solve it. And I'm wondering if I should just leave the low power mode thing in there instead of the high power mode, even when I go back to the three inch turkey loads. seems like it would probably maybe kick a little bit more, but would definitely cycle with the bigger high powered loads. What do you think? My eyes have glazed over at this point. Okay, let's flip just it around. Lay it out on him. Just lay it out on you. How's your back feeling there, sport? Oh, it doesn't feel good. I played soccer last night and it hurts like hell. Right. And yeah. you're doing what for it? Uh, sometimes I hang upside down on my decompression table. Mm-hmm. I recently just decided to spend a couple thousand dollars with the 24 session chiropractic decompression where mm-hmm. they just stretch your body out. Dude, last right. week I could barely walk. So I was just like, uh huh. My neighbor went thousand dollars to he be felt stretched better out. for about four months than he'd felt in seven or eight years. But he doesn't really do anything other than walk around the neighborhood. So he's not really pushing the envelope. I'm sure it's just a band-aid, dude. I don't it's fine. I'm I was in so much pain, didn't care. I felt better today when I got off the table than I did when I went in there. So that's something. But I can't get you to buy a vibrating softball sized device and just roll around on your belly and work your psoas on it. Because somehow the fact that you claim to have, quote, two herniated discs. I don't claim. I just looked at the MRI. I just looked at the MRI. The Mm -hmm. guy showed it to me. He's like, see these white discs right here? The top three. It's like, those are all healthy. They all have white in them. That means they have liquid in them. These two down here are black. Means there's no lubricant in those things. What do you think causes that, though? Well, he said, for me, it was a wreck. Initially, was the first injury. And then just years of, you know, continued abuse. Posture issues, maybe alignment issues, compensation for that injury causing it to just be worsened, maybe. Probably sitting, probably sitting all of those for, sitting for recording radio shows all day. I'm and sitting up now, through, very tall. Driving two hearts. Yes, but you're still yeah. sitting. Still hands to the hips. I'm actually driving uh four hours after we get off the air here to go bass fishing at OHIV. Have you ever tried? So I gotta I gotta go to work. Techniques go for releasing your psoas. Uh, yeah, I have a softball. It hurts okay. really bad when you lay on it on your it stomach. Sucks. It sucks. So uh, here's a question for you. Have you ever had a sports hernia? Um, no, I, I don't think I've ever Not had an inguinal hernia that hernia that those are the ones that bulge out and usually require like surgery to fix. That's when, like, yeah, I have a minor, your minor intestine one pokes through your button. abdomen. I don't have that. It's like right above my groin. I have like this pain, especially when you run, stuff like that, even just kicking the ball around with the kids, whatever. It hurts. And it's been like that for four or five weeks. Um, I don't know if the psoas, if rolling that out is going to help that or not. Or maybe it is just that this, my psoas is so tight. Maybe that's the injury. I don't I can know. tell you, okay, so I work mine all the time, right? Anytime I get in my truck for more than a couple hours, especially if I have to drive like a couple hours somewhere and back, like I'm going to do it later this afternoon. kind of makes you feel like you're going to puke, though, when you do that. Yeah, you don't want to be like full of brisket in your gut when you try to do it you need to I mean, it do hurts. it on a the pain relative. it hurts yeah it sucks it. it sucks yeah. a lot dude but but you're actually solving the problem i had to do it two days in a row last week 
after going where the heck did i go oh we drove to portland from here which is two and a half hours uh and then to garwood where my grandfather's uh, my grandparents cemetery plots are at which was two and a half hours from there and then home which i think was another two and a half hours i did like seven and a half hours of driving in a two-day stretch and i was bound up all last week so it took me two days of rolling around but yeah it sucks real bad but to your point about this pelvis area like i mean yeah there is such a thing as a hernia i'm not gonna pretend like there's not but it absolutely could be dude imagine the tenderloin muscle when we're cleaning an animal how it attaches into the hip bone and then all the way up the spine to where it stops right Mm. it's 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 a tat we have to carve it off of the spinal transverse process part of that sports hernia is where that becomes detached so i don't know i don't know right yeah i mean i so I don't know if it'd like, be worth a try. If you're sore there, it's going to be excruciating. But to your, what I'm getting at is, when I roll my abdomen, I will go from my rib cage all the way to my root of my junk. Like, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of times where that's the area it hurts the most because you've got almost, you know, basically on bone there. But you have to think about the three dimensions of anatomy, right? Like bone and muscle fused together, right? And that's a lot of times where the most tension is. Is that that junction point where either two muscles connect or bone and muscle connect and you roll that stuff and you just have to breathe Have to breathe and bear it. You can't, right, be I know tense. what I want. I know what I want. Relax. Remember that bet that we made where you owed me something real expensive and nice. You want I don't a hyper ice massage ball. I want that done. All right. Done. You're getting off easy. Did I don't I know how much those bet? are. You've lost the bet. Yeah. We, we, we went back and figured out what the bet was at one point in time. And you were like, yeah, yeah, that was the bet, but I don't remember it now. But if I would have lost, I was going to have to get you a nice pair of binos. Oh, I think it was Herschel Walker. You thought he was going to win the mm-hmm. Georgia runoff. And I was like, You're no, right. there's no way. I definitively lost that bet. Yeah. Hyper sphere. Bet- I haven't gotten any submissions for uh, our tranny talk sounder. Bet being paid in real time. Let's see. Because that's what I have on the run sheet today. What do you have on your run sheet? I don't do run sheets, dude. <laughs> we all are aware of that. Just... Hey, if you listen to 119 episodes of this show, you'll hear it always start with me being the sidekick. The sidekick doesn't doesn't do run sheets. <laughs> so unless you want to promote me off of sidekick status, I don't want to hear it. I think it's an equal partnership. I'm just the one that does the introduction. <laughs> And then I maybe get a word in the rest of the show. <clears throat> Why is there only the mini? Right, you can figure that out. But yes, you're paying the bet in real time. I'm, you're getting me the hyper ice massage ball for my psoas, claiming that it will fix all of my back problems. So it will, it will, dude, but you got to commit to it and you got to you got to suck it up. You got to breathe through it. Dude, I'm, I'm committed. You'll feel, at this point. You'll, feel, I'm, you'll feel you'll feel your whole body just like finally melt over the thing. Then you go for another couple minutes and then you'll be better. I promise. The guy at the gym that I ran, it, he works at the gym and he's a hunter and he uh, recognized me from Instagram. And so we we talk whenever I see him. Dude, he said he's had back problems and that. I was like, well, did you, you know, did you try cryo? Because I was so banged up last week. I went to cryotherapy three times. And uh, he's like, dude, I tried that. But you know what really helps way better is ice baths. He went to Tractor Supply and bought like a livestock uh, water trough. 
Mm-hmm. And he says Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he does five minutes in there. He said he sleeps better. His back pain is all but gone. And it's been life changing. He's like, cryo is yeah, great, but it doesn't really soak into your bones like an ice bath. I, don't ice know, I haven't had an ice, ice bath, bath since our uh, days of pledging fraternities. Ice baths definitely work. Um, I feel the mm-hmm. need to point this out real quick. Uh, in case anybody thinks that I'm just some sort of harebrained, you know, I don't know, medicine skeptic, uh, which I am, but I've also had two back surgeries in my 42 years of life, both for a herniated disc. Did they help? At that time? Yeah, they did. Cause sure. They carved a bunch of, I don't tissue. want to have surgery. They carved a bunch of tissue out of my back that gave more room for the nerve that was being impacted. But you know what? It still flares up and it's actually not the nerve. The tightness that I feel down my leg all starts with this OS thing. If I do what I'm telling you to do, mm-hmm. it goes away. I feel loose, limber, and great. And I think I genuinely believe that if I had been taught proper body mechanics and trigger point massage and all that stuff at 14, instead of going to, you know, Western medicine hatchet, uh, hatchet yeah. mobs and getting cut on, I'd be a lot better off. I will call BS there because no 14-year-old is going to adhere to that kind of regiment. You're going to be like, no, I'm going to go uh, play with my friends now. Bye. If I had been taught and adopted, I'll, I'll, refer, I'll, I'll revise yeah. that. No, you're, yeah. you're not wrong. I mean, it would, it took, it would have taken a lot, but um, I can tell you, I used to like, seriously, I used to, my mom would take me to this um, physical therapist and i would lay the seat down in the car this is like 16 17 years old and like i would fantasize about somebody smashing me in the lower back with a louisville slugger because it seemed like that would be the only thing that would fix it (laughs) that's how bad it hurt uh what about steroid injections did you have any legs yeah those they they never did anything for me one of the guys I play soccer with had one. He said it lasted him two years. Then the next one lasted him two months, and then the last one lasted a week. Yeah, that, two years sounds that, pretty that. good at this point. I'm trying to tell you, genuinely, you, I'm buying it right now. Here we go. Buy I'm looking now. for a cocktail of all things. Instead of a hypersphere, I'm getting you a TB12 Tom Brady uh, branded. Oh my God, Tom Brady! Regular do we have size. To do that? Do we have to do the TB12? It's too one? late. I already ordered it. Oh, jeez. Okay. There you go. Bet paid, back fixed. Doctor Chiz at it again, <laughs> solving people's problems. <clears throat> okay, well, send me an invoice when my back starts to feel better. <clears throat> hey, you know what I would like though is if any of our listeners out there have had back issues and they would like to tell us their sob story and how they dealt with it i'd love to get that email i still like those 15 power binoculars Mm, you have to win a bet for that um so yeah lone star outdoor show at gmail.com i want to hear about it i want to hear about your back stuff i did ask him because i did some planks to the gym yesterday you know strengthen my core up and the lady at the chiropractic place was like, we generally don't recommend planking because there's nothing supporting the back when you're doing that. Like, if your core was healthy, you would not need anything supporting your back. But you, that's like chicken before the egg. Like, how do you get your core healthy if you can't plank? Yes, because... she's, what I'm saying is that's <laughs> stupid and she's wrong. Yeah. Get your back strong. Dr. Chisholm. Get your okay. back strong. Get your gut strong. 
roll your gut out with the massage ball that we just bought. This gut is strong. You can you've have you seen what I can eat? I've I'll seen eat how it hangs out over your belt. I'll eat anything. <laughs> you want me to lay out on you for the underhanded comment? <laughs> all right, I think we're done with all that. Dad I do want to ask in. one question. Who did you sit with to review these x-rays? The chiropractor himself. Mm. Okay. So not a MD. That's what I said to my wife. I said, so he's calling himself a doctor, but he's really just a chiropractor. I hope he's not listening because he did. Say, well, I wouldn't know. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't he put said, any I more. listen to your outdoor show. My point was actually going to be, I wouldn't put any more stock into it if it had been an MD. Um, my next question, if you had said, no, it was actually a medical doctor. I'd have said, okay, what's their take on shots, vaccines in particular, MRNA technology? Because I don't have any reason. I'm telling you, I've seen it firsthand. They look at the CAT scan. They say, we should just cut on this. That's the only way you're ever going to fix it. And I'm like, um, yeah, I've, well, rolling, rolling I've had that recommendation and immediately said, no, I don't want to do that. Right. So, so then, then you, I just deal with the pain for years and years and years. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And so now I'm getting a Tom Brady hyper whatever ball for my psoas. But it's not going to be a magic trick. You're not going to do it for three minutes and feel a million times better. You're going to have to do it consistently. It is a technique that that the thing will flare up. And first of all, like if it's been bound up and inflamed for years and years and years, you don't knock all that out in one session, right? Like, correct. That's why it keeps coming back. You know, mm -hmm. the relief that you feel from being ripped halfway apart by that oh, machine so table, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't last, right? You end it's up a band aid. It's they're all band aids, right? Yeah. But this is a little bit more than a band aid for me. I'm at the point now where, and if I roll my gut out, I'm good to go until the next time I get in a truck and sit my on my ass for too long. Then mm. I got to do it again. Otherwise, it doesn't really flare up. Well, that's encouraging. And gives me hope anyway. You can do it with just a softball, but the massage, the vibration of these hyper ice and this Tom Brady one we just bought, the vibration definitely, like, if it takes five to ten minutes of rolling with just a softball, like people who use it, it's the same thing as racquetball thing, right, for trigger point stuff a ball shape mashes in deeper than just the surface of whatever you're trying to work. Right. Well, lacrosse ball when you add, use. right. When you add the vibration to it, it cuts the, how long it takes in like half. It's amazing. I've chased that lacrosse ball all over the gym. So many times, it, you know, you smash against the wall and then it drops and then it just hits a weight and shoots halfway across the damn gym. <laughs> People are looking at you like, what is this guy doing with this ball in here? <laughs> I'm just doing old man stuff. Just smashing out my glutes because they hurt like hell. Which it's the whole thing. Everything from the the lower spine down is all inflamed all the time, dude. You're like, oh, I know. I'm to tell you exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, man. I know what you're talking about. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Right. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna use it. Nobody cares about our turkey hunt, and no one cares about our backs. Let's talk. Rub about your thighs out too. You need to rub the knots out of your thighs. Um. Where do you want to start? What's on? Oh, you don't have a run sheet. Is there anything you'd like to bring to the table before I get into the actual run sheet? I feel like I already have. I brought up turkey hunting and I brought <laughs> up your, your half-assed attempts at curing back pain. Okay, great. Really nice. Thanks for the contribution to the show there. Um, on shotguns, specifically. That was the part that was really boring, I think, for the, average, for the layman. I guarantee you that 
listening to Chisholm try to talk about how a shotgun. First works. of all, there were dudes who know exactly what part I was talking about who were getting like chubby. who were actually yelling at their radio or their phone. It's a whatever the heck the thing is. And uh plenty of other guys who are far more mechanically inclined than you that were per perfectly interested in it. Okay, if you say so. Uh, let's start with this. The shooting in Nashville. Tragedy. Ah, terrible. What do you... Okay, I asked you. Did you have something uplifting that you want to talk to or do you just want to you know, get into our normal routine of I'm talking not, dude, about... I understand we have to. I, I'm sorry. Went, I'm just uh, like... Then your, your eyes glazed over. You're like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to talking about turkeys. So, I have lots of thoughts on that. So, I thought it was interesting. I got home, or Aaron got home from work yesterday, and she's like, did you hear about the shooting? I was like, yeah, but I really don't know any of the details. Haven't looked or read an article. And she's like, well, it was a woman that did it. And I was like, huh. That statistically is an anomaly because, generally speaking, it's men that commit mass murders. I don't think women have it in them to go and kill children and a bunch of people. They commit crimes of passion frequently, but generally not shooting up places. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I start reading the article. And of course, I was like, oh, this person was mentally disturbed and suffering from an illness where they think that they are the sex from, you know, opposite of their, their God-given sex at birth and it's a girl and she uh, identifies as a dude yeah this is i yeah. know so <laughs> go ahead comment react uh the part that i was talking about is a piston it's a piston <laughs> and a, and a gas operated shotgun we i mean i i knew that the whole time but i wasn't going to tell you because i was enjoying your dissertation <laughs> you, did. yeah. you didn't know what it was called of dude. course i did you didn't a hundred percent there's no way that you would have passed on the opportunity to uh correct me um way better for yeah, you yeah it turned out it was a trans person I, like dude first of all i would bet my house that the person was mk altered mm-hmm like, I, I don't think any of these things happen by just crazy people. I think that they're always, somehow, always part of some sort of psychological operation. The interesting thing in this one is it's a trans person, which really muddies the water on the take away your guns conversation. But as we've seen, and as you sent me, they're already blaming Republicans for it. So surprise, surprise. It's a tragedy. It's sickening. Um, people on the right always say when it comes to gun violence, it's a mental health issue. Um, trans people have mental health issues. So there seems to be some real synergy there. But again, I think this person was very likely driven psychotic somehow by some freaking weird CIA plot to distract us from the fact that the world financial system is imploding on it. Dude. Everything that's happened is a distraction from a senile old codger that the Democrats screwed the country into somehow electing. And the fact that the financial banking system and general economic order of the entire globe is being turned on its head as we speak. Do you know what BRICS is? 
No. No idea what BRICS is. B-R-I-C-S? No. Stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and I think oh. Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah. We've referenced it on the show. I just okay. forgot. All right. It's a new financial order that's going to take down the U.S. dollar as the what's called the petrodollar, which the U.S. dollar has been backed by the world's petroleum reserve since the 70s when Nixon divorced us from the gold standard. And all, that, all crude oil thereafter was traded in U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're no longer doing it. And they're, it's not just those five countries, B-R-I-C-S. There's, I don't even know how many now, maybe 20 countries all signed on to this. Hmm. You've been you know, paying attention. Banks are collapsing. Oh, yeah. Bitcoin and some of these other cryptocurrencies are, are jumping up. That's good. I haven't checked my uh, yeah, shooting Ethereum at a Catholic, in... shooting at a Christian school. I, I, dude, I feel like I've just lost my mind to be saying this. It's terrible. It was pure evil, no matter how it came about. But I mean, we've documented this with the Uvalde shooting. How at least the cops here responded and went and killed her. It her. Yeah, it was her. Yeah. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Good job. But the fact that the ones in Uvalde didn't and were ordered ordered. To stand down should give everybody pause. Mm. You know, the fact that in this moment in time, right now, it's a trans person decides that decides to do this. I guess you can call it a coincidence, but you know what I've learned in the last three years? There's no such thing. There's just no such thing. There are no. I don't believe that to be true. Maybe sometimes. They exist. They just don't exist in, in the political theater. Let's say that. They exist I'll like, say oh, I, hey, Chisholm, I stubbed my toe yesterday. You're like, damn, I stubbed my toe too. That's a coincidence that we both did it on the same day. I was going to say, if you take note of it and find anything of any like slight connective tissue or, or, or reason or meaning behind what you would describe as a coincidence, then it's not a coincidence. If it's completely non sequitur nonsense, like we both happen to stub our toe and there's nothing that can be gleaned from that other than maybe we were both too drunk and that's why we stubbed our toe and we could look at each other in the eye and be like, maybe that's a sign from God that we should drink less. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you find meaning or it produces questions, uh, that sort of thing, then it's not a coincidence. So let's take a listen to uh, this is the um, ABC breaking news. When they uh, they have footage here of the cops outside of the school, yada, yada, yada. I don't know the reporter's name. He's on their national broadcast, some old white spare, but here you go. Uh, Shooter has been identified as 28-year-old female Audrey Hale said she's a former student of the school and confirmed that Audrey Hale was a identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, at state of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as a law that prohibited adult entertainment, including male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in that state. So it's the right-wing people's fault for protecting children. That's why this girl went and murdered six people. Because we were protecting kids. 
you fascist. I don't even think they know what a fascist is. But anyway, it's your fault, Chisholm. It's it's all the good. It's all those those God fearing, red blooded Americans. They're the problem. They're the fascists. <clears throat> yep. That's and that's why a, these kids deserve to die because of them. And when it's a a black man in downtown Austin two years ago, it's racism. Um, and when it's a Muslim man uh, shooting up a gay nightclub, it's uh, like somehow anti-Muslim racism, but also uh, a religious, you know, flawed religious thinking. It's like simultaneously. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. It's never, never comes down to. Why couldn't he just say the truth, which is, well, people, this is clearly a very mentally disturbed individual because what there is no such thing what, as truth. what kind of uh like how do you get a hall pass oh these people uh, passed this law that didn't really infringe on me at all it's protecting children but now i'm going to use that as uh, a motive to go commit mass murder like if you did something that i didn't like the the average person's response is not well, now I have to go kill people. It's just utterly ridiculous that they even that the guy even mentioned that. What did that have to do with anything? Nothing. It didn't. It's the week of March 27th. This thing happened on the 27th, I believe, right? Monday? Mm-hmm. Monday morning? Yes. What are the odds that anybody in America will be talking about it on Monday the 3rd of April? Not very good. Right. I don't think anybody will be talking about it after today, actually. I think this story is going to vanish faster than Uvalde did. And Uvalde vanished pretty damn fast. Um, Mm -hmm. And there were a whole lot of questions that should have been being asked. The only really thing that happened was the police chief resigned. That was the only fallout. And he and he did yeah, it. After he was exposed to having been the one who actually commanded his personnel to stand down in direct violation, in direct violation of the very training that his PD did with school personnel 90 days prior to the attack on what you do in an active shooter versus active hostage situation. Um, and oh, by the way, he happened to be a Beto O'Rourke and Joe Biden campaign contributor. You know, so I went to um, open house at my kid's school last week. And they used to, the hallways, maybe they have uh, third and fourth grade in one hallway, um, you know, second and first in another, and then kindergarten in another. They used to have this open classroom. Like, you had your own class, your own teacher, but really there weren't many walls that divided the classrooms. Especially it's like on the front wall, you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't one. It was an open setting. They had one wall that like divided the classroom from the next classroom, but not when you walked down the hallway. Well, this summer they went and put in walls and doors in all the classrooms because of this type of stuff. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable to even talk about it. But that, that's that's sad that that's the world we live in. And there's only really, I can come to one conclusion, and that's that the, the schools need more armed security. The teachers need to be armed. 
and we have no problem wasting money at an unprecedented rate in this country, and yet we don't focus on the people that need protection the most. Dude, that's because the powers that be want to use these atrocities to take away our guns, period, full stop. Like, you're trying, as always, to make sense out of irrational, power-hungry leftist intentions, and they're not sensical, other than they want to put their boot on you. You know who Holly Holmes is? I'm sitting here saying I believe these, these school shootings, nine times out of ten, aren't an accident, are plots. Yeah, that don't that involve more than just the poor sick individual who commit them. So if you're going to be the one plotting these types of atrocities, we might end up getting sued for a trillion dollars, like, like uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I don't have a trillion dollars, so good luck. Neither does he. Uh, what dude? The radio guy that's been doing conspiracy theory. Oh, Alex uh, Jones. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a trillion, right? I'm pretty sure he they ended gave up a having to pay out a bunch of money. No, yeah, well, he's filing bankruptcy. I really think it was a trillion. But, I mean, it was, it was, it was like, it was truly laughable. Like, truly, truly laughable. Let's see. That they convicted him and like told him he had to pay the amount is what's laughable. We have not claimed any of the, um, Families of the victims are are uh, getting <laughs> kickbacks or anything. He was fined two point seven five trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of money. That's more than we've sent to Ukraine. But just saying something, a lot more. Okay, Holly <laughs> Holm, like ten percent of the U.S. GDP, man. Yeah. So UFC fighter, she got famous for beating Ronda Rousey. It was like her first loss. So she won a big fight this weekend. And this is what we need more of, Chisholm. This is uplifting. We need more celebrities saying stuff like this. Wait, stop, stop. See yeah. if you get that filter on us. Like, it's not coming through. Huh. Go, to your, go to your audio settings. Sometimes it defaults back. On Zoom, I mean. That's weird. Go, go to your Zoom audio settings. It's been working great the last several times you do that. Why can't you splice it in, by the way? This guy that's been making his at-home radio show for 15 years. I can and do. Last week, I all of the audio clips were sometimes it's hitting the microphone and bumping it. I just cleaned them up, took it, and redid them all. Okay, go so I'll do that. Bottom, so left anyway. corner, bottom left corner of Zoom. Uh-huh. The little arrow is next to the microphone. Go to audio settings. Yeah. All right, and then suppress background noise. It needs to go to low. If it's on auto or anything else, it will screw up that. What's right. it set on? It's now set on low. What was it on? Auto. Yeah. Okay. Try it again. But why? So, but that's weird because I don't know why. It, dude, I don't. It's like it, sometimes it just switches everything back to default. I don't know. I don't like when you have to tell me how to do audio things. So you just shut your mouth. Watch it work, just like a <laughs> hyperized mini sphere. I, I hope it fails. Here we go. That's really sad. The sexualization of our children right now, and we need to protect them. Whatever that may be, let's protect the children. Please do anything we can. So there she is, saying, you know, it's so, it's so simple. 
protect our children. By the way, but, that worked great. Other than the, the crowd screaming in the background, kind of. Yeah, I'm gonna delete all that movie. other stuff, so no one. Wants no, no, no. You need to leave all that. Know that I'm a professional broadcaster. You're gonna leave all that. Are spare. Leave all that, and then in a few weeks, once you've taken your new TB12 massage ball and fixed your psoas, we're gonna have a reckon. We're gonna have a reckoning on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting how the MMA world. I mean, they're spouting truth all the time. Like we've pl- played Israel Adesanya talking about that. I think that exact same thing, right? Um, oh, yeah. A bunch of those guys and gals step up at the end of these matches and want to bring light to the fact that uh, QAnon might have been onto something. It's like if you beat people's ass for a living, you're probably not woke. I don't know how that connection is made, but. Yeah, because you can't live in fantasy land. When somebody's smashing your, your eye socket with an elbow, <laughs> you live in the real world. If you've had your nose broken multiple times voluntarily, I want to talk about something uh, that was going on in my house this week, last two weeks, really. Hold on, before we switch gears, I have to mm-hmm. point out: anybody who thinks, who hears QAnon and just thinks crazy right-wing conspiracy theorists, first of all. Q was talking about people who were Republicans and Democrats for decades and decades. But the main thing the whole thing was about, which we've documented before, is the abuse of children. And I have articles on my phone right now being fed to me about how stopping drag queens from performing for children is somehow an assault on drag queens. Um, <laughs> and we know what they're trying to say about not allowing physical physiological transitioning of minor children um and we know that hollywood in particular has paraded children around as sex symbols since like shirley temple um what's that gal that they had that did a movie topless at like 14 she was married to andre agassi brooke shields oh yeah brooke shields yeah so was on sure seems like there's some smoke some fire behind that smoke. Anyway, what's happening okay. in your house? This week? No, no. I wanted to add on to what you just said, though, because this is the best way you could sum it up. Um, would you take a child to a strip club? Does anyone think that that's no. acceptable? Can a, can a child get into a strip club? Dude. Legally. No, you cannot. So why would you say we, we cannot let you go to this sexual sexually explicit place where people are either naked or scantily clad and gyrating on other people's bodies and doing all of this stuff. But yet if it's in drag, even though it's the same exact thing, it's different, somehow different. And if anyone can give me a logical explanation as to why that paradigm exists, then yeah, I'd love to hear it. Maybe I'll come over to your side of the fence. But there isn't one. I think that your whole premise is flawed because I would I would bet you money that the same people who are vehemently ag- ag- agitating on behalf of, act- being activists on behalf of Drag Queen Story Hour probably are already saying in some circles that we should be letting kids into strip clubs to normalize sex work. I don't think any of them are even going to try to make that argument, dude. Just gross. Was this the average New York Democrat? Times? 
January 5th, 1999, New York Times, Strip Club admits minors in bid to circumvent zoning ban. Okay, let's just talk about people in our lives that we know that vote left. Would would they think that that's acceptable to take a kid to a strip club? The people that I'm talking about would not. And they're pretty woke. But they would say that's pretty messed up. October 2018, a YouTube video. How to explain strip clubs to your kids. Why is that necessary? Um, I bet you money there's somebody making that argument in quiet corners of the internet right now. And probably some scholarly article from some leftist douchebag professor. Normalizing pedophilia, which is where we're going now because my sister-in-laws ah, new york post october 2021 strip club owner sparks debate after saying she brings her toddler to work that was a Go bad ahead. connection i just made there i said we're going to, we're going to pedophilia and then i said my sister-in-laws who are gay but they're not pedophiles uh but this is where we're going with this so they're taking their two kids on a disney cruise this next december and they wanted my family to go and my in-laws also to go family vacation on Disney cruise. <laughs> like, well, it's first of all, it's in December. It's in hunting season. So I'm, I'm couldn't be less interested not doing that. And, um, Aaron was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to get off work, especially if we're going to go skiing for spring break or do whatever it is we're going to do. And you're going to be, you know, elk hunting and doing all these, I'm going to have taken so many days off work. I'm not gonna be able to do it. She wasn't real interested either. So then my, in-laws god bless them we're like well what if the kids just went with us and i said aaron tell everyone the truth that you're the father of your children will not allow them to go on a disney cruise because it's a disney cruise because that's what it really comes down to we can say all this other stuff do this other charade i said just tell them the truth because if it comes if it comes down to it i'm just gonna say we're not effing going on a disney cruise y'all have fun we're not interested period but no, my sweet wife doesn't have the, I guess she didn't want to rub people the wrong way. And they've been doing this charade about us going for like two weeks. And it all could have just been nipped in the bud from the beginning if we would have just, if she just would have said why my kids really can't go. It's not about the money. It's not about the timing. This really has nothing to do with anything other than their father is not going to let them go. And he won't take them to, which this will be interesting because you just took your kids to Disney World recently. Yeah, and I got chastised by you for it. Yeah. So Disney, who throws non-binary uh, characters in their pretty much every new cartoon that they make for their Disney channel, that Disney, the Disney that likes drag shows for children, I'm not, I'm not just not going to be uh, okay with that. Not, certainly not spending any money with them. So that was a, it, and my wife really didn't, Aaron didn't want to go anyway, but she couldn't just say the truth. And in her heart, she knows that Disney's corrupt too. But Is there a question in here somewhere? I'm just speaking and you're just, you can give your reaction. Okay. And it should be a good reaction because you took your kids to Disney, which I still think is messed up. I mean, you know, I listen. <laughs> I, your objections are noted and uh, not invalid to Disney. But as I said then, 
first of all, the theme parks and the cruises are a whole different outfit than the LA-based production company. Um, despite the media's attempts, I did not witness any anti-conservative, pro-LGBTQRS grooming agenda type stuff at Disney World at all. And we were there right in the middle of the S storm that DeSantis had kicked up with the uh, don't say gay bill, which doesn't say that don't say gay bill. Right. So none of that was real. It didn't phase the people at the plant at the park at all. And we had an amazing time and my kids will remember it for the rest of their lives. And I was actually talking to a mutual friend of your and I's yesterday who just got back from taking his way too young six and four year olds to Disney World. (laughs) Uh, I don't know that they're too young. I think that's right in the wheelhouse. Like negative. No. Have you been yet to Disney? Yeah. I went to Disney as a kid. And then when Henry was one, Aaron was pregnant with the twins. I went to a fishing trade show in Orlando and we took him to Disney. And that's the last time for a day. And that's the last time I'll ever go for a day. Yes. Right. And how big of a beating was it lugging a one-year-old around Disney for the day? And a pregnant He smiled a lot. That's all I remember is he was he one, right? Does he remember it? No, he doesn't remember it. Did y'all carry him most of the time and put him in a stroller at one year? I would imagine he didn't walk. Yeah. Right. Okay. So fast forward to when he was. If it's about the and- rides, dude, there's places called Six Flags in Fiesta, Texas. And so, yes, when they're older, I took my kids to Six Flags this summer. They loved it. We'll go back. I'm just saying that six and four is it's a tall order to ask six and four year olds to waddle their little butts around disney for 10 hours a day for three or four straight days because i was kids at 10 8 and 8 have outgrown that like the whole other than the rides what else is there you're just going Riley and charlotte and i at they were 13 and 11 had a blast doing rides all of it just what being else is there, there watching the fireworks mm. walking around feeling the magic all right well we'll just have to agree to disagree mike i'm not spending any money and my kids ain't going on any stupid disney cruise so if it was me Just cut that part out. If it was me? Yeah, just cut that part out. For real. Cut it out. Which which part? Where which I part? Act, where I started to go down just where, for, right before I said if it was me until this moment right now. You should totally send them on a cruise with your grandparents, with, with their grandparents. And yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm so I'm not editing this out. You didn't say anything wrong, but I don't know what you're. I will not send them on the cruise. Uh, okay, I won't. Good. Weird. Move <laughs> 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 on to something else. If in fact there is anything, there is. Let's go here. This will be uh, great. Oh, actually, you did send me something. You contributed something. You said things are getting better. And you said... BBC, February 2022. Metaverse app allows kids into virtual strip clubs. Jeez. I didn't even know that was going on. Uh, World Athletics. You sent me this. No longer will let the men's beat up on the women's in sports. So that's good. And this is like a week after a uh, 
Tranny won the New York uh, whatever bicycle race thing it was, cycling deal. That one didn't go so well. A lot of uh, public backlash from actual women that were pissed about that. They're called TERFs. TERFs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm... And I'm a cisgender man, whatever the hell that means. But, I'm very okay. optimistic that the tide is turning pretty rapidly. Uh, dude, I think we've talked about this, but going all the way back to when we covered Abigail Schreier's irreversible damage, the UK was maybe almost 10 years out ahead of us on this whole trans thing, and they have already done a 180. They had a whole clinic, the Tavistock Clinic, part of the National Health what do they call it? The NHS, right? National Health Services Department mm -hmm. of the British NHIS? government. NHIS? No, that's ours. NHIS. Okay. I think it's just the NHS. National Health Services. Their socialized medical system. The Tavistock Clinic was a government bought and paid for transitioning clinic for minor children. And they closed that mother down last year because they realized, oh, we're really screwing people up. Hmm. Uh, and this is bad. Did so, they have any uh, body, you know, go out and kill six people because they were mad they closed it down? If they did, they would have had to done it with a pocket knife uh, rather than a gun. But, uh, okay. So you said they were 10 years ahead of the curve on us. Well, I don't really watch South Park. I haven't since high school. But South Park. South Park is, South Park is 30 years ahead of all the curves. Well, in this case, this is from 2005, uh, so 18 years ahead of the curve. Absolutely brilliant to listen to it today. You here for an abortion, too? Yeah, I discovered a few days ago I wasn't bleeding out my coup, so I guess I'm knocked up. Is this doctor any good? Mrs. Garrison? Oh, that's me. Hello, doctor. Looks like I need an abortion. An abortion? Yeah, I've got one growing inside me. Now, you're going to scramble its brains or just vacuum it out? If you want, you can just scramble it and I'll queef it out myself. Or Mr. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison, you can't have an abortion. Don't you tell me what I can and can't do with my body. A woman has a right to choose. No, I mean you're physically unable to have an abortion because you can't get pregnant. But I missed my period. You can't have periods <laughs> either. You had a sex change, Mr. Garrison, but you don't have ovaries or a womb. You don't produce eggs. You mean I'll never know what it feels like to have a baby growing inside me and then scramble its brains and vacuum it out? That's right. But I paid $5,000 to be a woman. This would mean I'm not really a woman. It's, I'm just a, I'm just a guy with a mutilated penis. Basically, yes. Oh boy, do I feel like a jackass. Oh, 18 years ahead of the curve. Now it was pretty graphic and grotesque, but it was spot on. Those guys are geniuses. Mm -hmm. I died laughing the first time I watched that. <laughs> just think. I, I feel like I watched it when it came out. But, but. It was so far away from the spectrum of what we were dealing with in society at the time that people were like, oh, okay, that's mildly funny. Makes me uncomfortable. Now, here we are watching it 18 years later. I don't, maybe they're prophets. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they are. <laughs> 
is three hundred and sixty thousand dollars enough tism for every black resident of California and to get in reparations. That's that's statewide. That's statewide. San Francisco is trying to get each African American five million dollars, which would cost every single listen to this, every single white San Franciscan six hundred thousand dollars per household in taxes. If you're going to pay five million dollars to every African American, California is not doing very well financially. You know, ironically, who hasn't said a word about the reparations? Your boy Gavin Newsom. He's afraid to talk about it. No way. Mm -hmm. Doesn't want to comment, dude. Like, whatever. <laughs> California is gonna California, man. Um, I've I, I made a very impassioned argument in favor of reparations when we first started this show. Mm -hmm. Everyone out there is free to agree or disagree with it. Um, that being said, we know that particularly California having never, ever, ever having never acquiesced to the institution of slavery in this country for them to be doing this is, is pretty clearly pandering. It's virtue signal. Um, yep. Yeah. And Bill, I don't know, maybe trying to coax some people to move back into their state after the massive exodus that they've had. Um, I'd identify as black for five million bucks. Well, and that's where the rubber is about to meet the road with them is who gets on the list and who doesn't. I'm a, I'm I'm honestly going to enjoy watching this thing implode. And that was one of the things that I you know when I was playing the devil's advocate on reparations, whether you agree or disagree, doesn't matter. But I was like, where is the Where's the end point? Where's the cutoff line of, you know, if you give them some, and well, you even yeah, mentioned, that's... well, they'd have to sign the contract that they would never ask for more, but they will always ask for more. But San Francisco, they're also getting a house for a dollar. That's part of the plan. There's, I mean, I don't think they have enough housing to actually do that, but uh, Bill Maher's take on it. Columbus commit atrocities? Of course. But people back then were generally atrocious. <laughs> Everybody who could afford one had a slave. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans. The word slave comes from Slav because so many Slavic people were enslaved and they're as white as the Hallmark Channel. I love Bill Maher, dude. I think he might be a closet Republican. Um, that's not what he is. Mm, I think he might vote Republican at the next election. No, I don't think he, I think he's made it pretty clear that um, he could never bring himself to do that. Uh, I don't know I, if I buy that because he's sort of indicated he's he ragging might on the Democrats. Dude, go listen to him on with Rogan just like six months ago. Like, what? was he, that when you talking about smoking himself retarded every he's talking about how the Republicans are still worse than the Democrats, even though to your point, where is he spending all of his time complaining mm. against the Democrats? Just the other day, he had Russell Brand on and a guy from MSNBC, and Russell Brand napalmed the guy from NBC, <laughs> MSNBC into obliv oblivion, and yet 
there was Bill Maher saying that comparing MSC, MSNBC and Fox News is a false equivalency. Hmm. What does C-SPAN fall into that? I've never watched it for more than however long it takes to, in the old days, flip past a channel in my life. Is um, that I a think, viable network? Like, do people... I don't even think... Consume? I mean, they don't really have anything but just, like, live coverage of of debates and stuff in the Capitol, right? Like, I don't really have, like, opinions. Here's, here's Camus. Right here's Camus Kanban. Author and owner of Blacknificent Books. We'll see what he has to say. One idea is how we are going to exterminate white people because that in my estimation is the only conclusion i have come to we have to exterminate white people off of the face of the planet to solve this problem people are clapping now i don't care whether you clap or not but i'm saying to you that we need to solve this problem because they are going to kill us and i will leave on that so we have to just set up our own system and stop playing and get very serious and not be diverted uh by the look on your face you had not heard that yet yeah what's that cat's name Camus? what how do you spell all that Camus, k-a-m-a-u cambon k-a-m-b-o-n not a lot of love for the caucasians there <laughs> Uh, what if a white person said yeah. that? <laughs> the whole world would know about it. That, yeah, I, I can say definitively that that is true. That if any white person in the world had said that in a into a microphone, we would it would get more coverage for longer than this uh, tragedy in Nashville is going to exterminate. These are Hitler esque ideologies. But at least. At least in his uh, world, you don't need papers because if you have white skin, we'll just kill you. We don't Dude, need to know if you're a Jew when, or not. When was this? Do you know? Uh, I think it was last week on uh, C-SPAN. Is it buried? Like this is something they're like, oh, we don't want people to see that. Oh, dude, Google News has got nothing on it. Huh. Huh. That is interesting. Well, I mean, you remember that. I think she was Indian Heritage, that lady at Yale that talked about how she fantasizes about shooting white people with a revolver right like mm. oh i know what we could they try to uh, put a lid on these sorts of things pretty quickly okay that was from 2005 that that was from 2005 yeah oh well i don't know why it's making its rounds again then terrible reporting on my part uh, don't get your your news from social media people although that's where most of us get our news these days because who watches major news channels yeah and he said it to you had asked what about c-span and i was like isn't c-span just live like video coverage basically of things like debates and whatnot well that that's what it was this dude was on live c-span television and just blurted that out hmm. i wonder what he's uh, up to now time, I'm, I'm getting there i think he moved to uh 2005. it's had to do with hurricane katrina coverage uh, his statement of that. Mm. Stirring disputes on social media. Why is it making the rounds again? Um, Dude, somebody, social media somebody, didn't really exist then, so uh, of course nobody saw it in 2005, unless you were watching C-SPAN at that ex exact moment in time. 
Yeah, even the school that he was speaking at said he is no in no way affiliated. Okay. Uh, Interesting. So I have thoughts on this. Uh, before we move on to whatever the heck else you were going to. If, in fact, there is um, anything. If, in fact, there is anything. Yeah, and, and sometime in the late teens, he fled. He left the United States for... Um, he went back to Africa. He went to Africa. Hmm. Uh, I, I saw the country a minute ago, and I don't know what it was. But um, the reason that something like that pops back up is because somebody stumbled on it and thought, "Ooh, this will help drive anti-woke narrative frustration and anger," and they lob it out there like it's news. That happens all the time, right? Mm -hmm. To your point a minute ago, like sometimes these psychos are saying these things and they're meaning it and they're saying it even on like, you know, the Yale lady I just mentioned, she said that like last year, maybe 2021, right? Um, But when you see social media, there's been several of these. I can't think of the next one off the top of my head, but we've had a few of these that some lit social media right leaning social media on fire and then you look it up and you're like this is some crackpot who threw this out there 20 years ago and pretty much hasn't been a thing since yeah so that was that's disappointing because i i just went and looked and where i found that and that was on graham allen's page so he's just trying to stir the pot right or you know he's passing something along thinking it was legit and newsworthy because he didn't do his research you know i had to no. We researched it and corrected it live on the air. So good for you for doing that. Debunked. Yeah. Ghana. Uh, So the deal, the the lady, the appointment from uh, Biden that was just canned for her, she called all white people Karens in a tweet. I don't know if you saw that. Well, before we do more horrible reporting here, uh, look that up. You know what I'm talking about? It might have been like in a document that she had, or an email where she had responded to uh, somebody. But anti-white Kamala, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Who? No, no, dude. This was a lady that just got S canned this week, demoted. Pen- okay, Pentagon official forced to read anti-white statements from its diversity in chief. Yeah, congressional hearing. Uh, okay, yeah. e- equity chief, Department of Defense equity chief. Her name is Kalisa Wing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is what I was getting at. Uh, they said, Mr. Cis- Cisneros, are you familiar with the tweet? Can you please read the tweet aloud, said uh, Representative Elise Stefanik, Republican from New York. And uh, he says, oh, this is this is verbatim what she said. So exhausted at the white folks in these PD sessions, this lady actually had the audacity to say black people can be racist too. I had to stop the session and give the care in the business. We are not the majority. We don't have power. Huh. I think the thing that, that sticks with me there is black people can't be racist. <laughs> That's, I mean, part of the new definition of racism, for sure. The new definition. They've added the concept of power because... It's Marxism at the root of it. They've added the concept of power to the definition of racism. We've talked about this. 
In other words, those without power cannot be racist, only those in the position of the oppressor in a race structural hierarchy are capable of racism. And therefore the system is systemically racist as well. And if you're on the bottom of the system, then it's the system that's the oppressor against you. And therefore you can't be the racist oppressor yourself. And it's all very confusing. <laughs> I'd love to talk about something else. <laughs> Anything else. Let's talk about some Turkey some more. Mm. How about that? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I have one more thing and then we can talk about whatever you want. The same Pentagon last week said that gender therapy should be available to anyone age seven years or older. The Pentagon. And that's how you know Biden's just a piece of, well, he's just a human paraquat. That's all he is. Big Lebowski reference for Dude, you. Dude, yeah, I know. What? Seven years old. That's coming from the Capitol. Seven years old. That goes back to 2005 South Park. Now I'm just a man with a mutilated penis? <laughs> I feel like a jackass. I don't understand how it got this bad. I know I've detailed it. I know that it's been... I know that it's been pushed for going on a half a century. I just don't understand how how these ideas have become so ubiquitous. How they've they call it the long march to the institutions, right? Like I think that was a Maoist thing. Mm. Like why does the Department of Defense even have why does the Pentagon have anything to say about seven year olds at all? Let alone that they should be like chemically castrated and stuff. I don't understand. And yet they do. Where'd that come from? The seven-year-old thing? Yeah. The Pentagon. Was it, it was like a press release they put out last week. So you saw it on like a .gov website. Google it. What exactly did it say again? Pentagon. Pentagon. Did you post those UFO videos? I typed in Pentagon says and it auto-filled UFOs are real. Pentagon doctors say seven-year-olds can consent to sex changes. One day ago, Chisholm. Pentagon doctors claim seven-year-olds can make decisions to be injected with gender hormone therapy. Pentagon doctors say seven-year-olds can make trans decisions. It's on every news outlet there is. Pentagon announces new policies for transgender people. Seven-year-olds. Pentagon doctor, six days ago, Pentagon doctor suggests seven-year-olds are capable of choosing. But going back to uh, that uh, lady in, what was it, uh, Minnesota last week who said parenting is listening to your child and letting them decide. That's what being a good parent means. That's basically what she said. We're terrible parents. Terrible. I am, based off their standards. I let my kids shoot guns yesterday. I uh, make sure they identify as the biological sex that God gave them at birth. Yeah. You're a terrible person in 2023 for sure. Mm -hmm. hmm. I got nothing else. Do you? 
Bring me something good, something uplifting. Are you just going to have them shoot the first turkey that comes out, or are you going to make them wait for a gobbler? I mean, make wait for a you know mature bird. I'm not. I'm not paying. If it was at like my dear lease, I'd let them shoot a Jake. But I'm not. I mean, <laughs> this turkey hunt isn't free, so no, I don't think I'm going to let them just pop a Jake. But in the moment, I might get, I might get all caught up in it and just let them do it. I don't know. Man, if you've got Stella on the sticks and a flock of five Jakes walks in, you're not going to just let her smack one. I think Stella is going to sit it's in the my same lap. as starting. It's like the then same as starting with like do it together. But it's like the same as starting a kid on you know a spike or a trash eight, five seven point whatever. Right? It's like you work your way up. To, I'm mm. my girls are waiting on some long beards because they've shot two or three turkeys apiece now. So yeah. No, no Jake for, for Henry. We'll leave it at that for sure. I don't think Charlotte's ever shot a legit Jake. Her first bird probably had like a seven inch beard, but he had a full fan. Riley did shoot a Jake the first year. Um, she, her other two birds have pretty, been pretty, pretty nice and mature. Charlotte's had one tail feather that was short one and it was like mm-hmm. off over at 10 o'clock. Um, probably two year old bird is. Last tail feather was still growing in. Um, can't wait. I'm a little worried about the weather. Should read on it. Looks like it's gonna be all right. Might be a little. Dude, it's gonna be a high of 99 degrees on Wednesday. Wednesday is the day I was seeing rain, potentially, which is okay because that's the way they would leave. But like a 50 percent chance. I was seeing temperatures in the high 90s because I was like gonna get. Yeah, I've seen that for sure. Look for a long sleeve uh, shirt for Stella, and I was reading. That. I was like, "You don't need a long sleeve shirt." I forgot my snake boots. Rats. Yeah. Huh. It's not like we've ever seen a rattlesnake there. Why would you say such a thing? <laughs> Why would you say such a thing out loud? What's wrong with you? We we saw or heard one that was so loud that when we were in your diesel oh, truck. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah, you're actually telling the truth. Yeah. Um or I guess you were being facetious technically. Yeah. Yeah, that's like we're fired up, man. <laughs> that mm-hmm. startled the crap. We were driving, I think we were driving his pickup, weren't we? Mm-hmm. We were in his little uh it was loud enough to cut the motor. motor. Yeah. I mean I, I jumped. Yeah. We were in the truck. Speaking of that, driving. He knows we're bringing our kids, I guess, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. So he got a plan for shepherding us around. We're we just going to, one like one of us, follow him. I think we can all fit in the buggy. It's got a high rack. Was it? I don't know. Who cares? This is making for terrible radio. Uh, let's wrap it up. Been a struggle. First of all, this isn't radio. Second of all, I just say radio is just the default. It's not how a, do you know that people don't care about these sorts of things? People don't care how our kids are getting around the turkey hunt next week. They don't care. You it's don't know that. Super boring. Nobody cares. People enjoy just listening to us BS, man. It's called a piston. I knew that. Always knew that. And left you out to dry. So whether you want to believe it or not, that is the truth. I'm not surprised. You're not a good person. Yeah. I'm not a good parent either. So. <laughs> all right you douche that is gonna do it for episode 120 um, you see the video i tried to send you the other day of me gobbling at that turkey down the street did that come no. through mm-hmm. yeah got a, <laughs> got a flock that comes up same yard every time at the end of my street 
the run that the street that runs perpendicular to mine backs up to a creek and another turkeys down there. All right, I want you to give me your gobble. I'm going to give you a sexy hen call. <laughs> We're ending it on a high. That's going to do it for episode 120 of Justified Pursuit. For Chisholm Cook, I'm Cable Smith. We'll see you guys next week. But you wrecked it all. You wrecked my heart. You wrecked our house and you wrecked my car. Left all pieces scattered.